Hello and welcome to the Language of Life podcast. My name is Nate Guadani and I help people make life more wonderful through the tools of nonviolent communication. And uh, each episode, we explore these concepts of MVC uh, with real people in real relationships. Uh, my guests today are relatively newlywed and uh, just had a new baby and just moved to a new home. So I'm sure there's all kinds of um, you know, wonderful ups and downs and all arounds happening. And um, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join me today on the podcast. Of course. Yeah. So I'm curious, uh, and either you can kind of jump in whenever you're ready. Uh, what is alive in you today? What would you like to talk about together? Go ahead, Nisha. I know you've done this before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think, um, you know, as a new mom, I would say things that are alive in me is I feel, you know, weak. <laughs> or tired um but yeah I also feel um excited sometimes too you know like we're having a, a baby is fun and and so yeah I would say those are the emotions that are alive in me um mm-hmm. just yeah and just trying to figure out how to get rest within the the midst of a new relationship and a new marriage mm-hmm. <laughs> navigating yeah. conflict yeah sure yeah and what else um yeah do you want to jump in what's alive in you today yeah i um i what's what's really on my heart is to talk about how we can communicate more effectively mm-hmm. um using tools without Escalating each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you. Last time we talked, uh, it was just in a Zoom call, but talked about um, like compounding needs that kind of collapse on each other. Right. I noticed that happening a lot. Yeah. Anything um, recent? Anything that we could draw out? and use an example to kind of um, break down and, and extract and explore those underlying needs? Um, and, and a good way to start this process, the, the first step of MVC is observations. And mm-hmm. so this can often be a nice uh, place to begin where it can say, last week, uh, this happened. I said this, you said that. And then this happened, you know, very clear. And I'll, I'll referee if we want to avoid any kind of uh, mm-hmm. evaluations and the observations. And I'll jump in if I hear any. But yeah, what's a, some observations of something that you could uh, use an example? Um, so, and again, I'm new to the, the NBC stuff. So mm-hmm. thanks for your patience. Um, of course. I know this, this morning. So this morning... Or maybe it was last night, uh, or maybe both. But I, I asked what, you know, if we were, what time we were doing this meeting, and I, I heard um, it's in the calendar. It's like, okay, do I do I need to be home for this, or do I are we doing it together? Um, it's all in your email. And then 
I was looking for, I was searching for MVC, so I only found some old emails. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking in the wrong spot. And then I was told, um, like it was already pre-planned and you, she, you didn't want to text about it. And um, basically, I, I just need to figure it out. It's like, okay. Um, Mm-hmm. I'll, I could stay home today from work. That's fine. And I can work from home. But I, I think I, I felt confused because mm. uh, I'm not trying. I, I just was trying to understand what was what was going on um, and how to, like, what logistically was happening and um, what the plan was. Mm-hmm. And I felt, felt conf- a little bit confused because we – we talked for a while. We went back and forth. There was some logistics over the last couple of weeks, um, and I, I, I think I I needed clarity on so just to know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Yeah, I think that's pretty clear. And so, so the observation, and you were. Uh, staying really true to this process, uh, the observations, you mentioned what you were okay. feeling, confused, right? And then you you um, tap it into the need, which is to understand. Mm-hmm. And so this is this is a uh, an example of of using these first three steps of MVC, and it's it's much less likely to trigger any um, to, for the other person to hear criticism. So. And the last step, which we may reserve for now, would be a request. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is could be a good step to now, because we have both people uh, live, to now uh, confirm, okay, I here's what I observed, here's what I felt, here's what I needed. Can you tell me uh, what you observed, what you felt, and what you needed? And 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 so now, uh, Misha, would you like to uh, to share what was your perspective on this same situation? Um, yeah, so typically, uh, I mean, this is a dynamic we've had since we've been married, uh, or before that, um, typically if there's something schedule wise, um, we do have a conversation about it and then in the moment it's like that works. So details are communicated and then I explain like everything I can. So I'm no longer needed. And then for some reason, like the day of, it's like, like this morning I had my personal training appointment. Um, I'm not available. I, you know, I'm getting our son breakfast. So it's like, I'm kind of not in the headspace to like manage details that were agreed upon the week before. Um, so yeah, I, the, this, um, this is something that's a lot of, it's challenging for me because I, it, it is true. It's an op- Ben does get confused quite a bit, but I don't know how to prevent that because I can't, I don't know what, yeah. So well, it is. A, yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's tap into, so we haven't revealed your feelings or your needs quite oh, yet. You want, um, yeah. so I get really irritated. Um, um, yeah, because I need support or I, um, or collaboration, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. 
or I don't know what you call it, trust. So if, if you're, if, if, if we're agreeing a week before to something and it's like, Hey, can you be home this time? And the whole conversation happens like, sure, I can be home. It's like, then I'm trusting that that's understood. So when there's confusion the day of, I don't, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. And so this is, thank you for both sharing that. And, and this is something, um, like you said, there seems to be a pattern. So this can be very helpful because if we can find resolution and find um, what's going on in each other's worlds, what the underlying needs are, and bring those to the table, this can be a very repeatable process. This is something that will likely uh, you can turn back to over and over again because these needs are going to be very, very persistent right throughout our whole life. So the situations are kind of infinite, but the needs are quite finite and quite simple. So uh, what I'm hearing is so um, uh, from 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 your perspective, um, you were you agreed upon this meeting, and all the details were laid out. And then you heard uh, from him that uh, he wasn't. He wanted more information. He wanted clarity on what when is it happening and what are we going to do. And, and he had um, asked you, and then you got you felt irritated because you're you're really needing support. You don't have the bandwidth to um, to offer to offer that clarity in this moment, and so that was frustrating to you. And then from Ben's perspective, he uh, asked you this morning for, um, some information and didn't get it and felt kind of, uh, frustrated also because he was needing clarity and understanding. Am I getting all that so far? Is there anything you want to add or subtract from that? Yeah. That was a great summary. Okay. All right. (laughs) And so now, um, now that we've basically, and so part of MVC is, is in fact, I'd say the larger part is what it isn't. So in all of that, there is no blame, no criticism, uh, no judgment, no evaluation. We also really try not to drag the past into it if possible. We try to keep it very, very present about what is happening right now. Even though the past, of course, can be influencing what we feel and it may be another layer of need that's that's attached to it, but we try to be real precise with it. And so now, um, just by coming to this point where you've heard each other's feelings and you've heard each other's needs because often what happens is we get into this situation and we don't reveal what those are and so then it can be dist- it can be easy to then focus on the situation and then we jump to a strategy and we say okay well why don't you do this or why don't you do that how about i do this and how about i do that and if we skip those in between steps we don't reveal or recognize each other's feelings and needs and we jump into action then it almost always blows up or falls apart or repeats itself. So, so far, just um, now that both the feelings and the needs are on the table, um, is there any, is there any difference? uh, There may already be a difference in how you feel about now making a request and turning toward action. Um, and, And feel free to share if that happened within you. Otherwise, we can just jump right to the next step into requests. What was the feeling you mentioned, Misha? Um, I was irritated. Irritated. Okay. Irritated. Yeah. I think 
it's just such a common thing i don't know how to prevent it i can like i have a shared calendar and everything i just eat i get it's just so much mental load for me Mm -hmm. this is where i think we we talked a bit about it on the zoom call is we it it appears that we have conflicting needs that Mm. are intention like i'm needing clarity mish is irritated that I'm asking the same, the same stuff that's already been agreed on, and it it it, almost, it it's hard to think in my head about how how can we both meet each other there, mm-hmm. um, because you know for me it's hard to take like all the emails, the calendar invites, the text message conversations, and summarize it to like okay what's actually happening, mm-hmm. and like a one liner of what what's the what's actually happening today. And then, but then me asking that is, is frustrating because we've talked about a lot of it. And so it feel it's hard to picture what, um, what connection would look like in moments like that because mm-hmm. they, they don't seem like compatible needs. I don't know if I, I communicated that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And, and so to tie that into, um, so you, the need to understand. Is that is that kind of the core need here, the clarity and the need to understand? I would say so. Okay. And then it yeah. it it appears I could it could be wrong is that my the extent of understanding I need is is irritating, which is valid, um, but hard not hard to hard to. Um, uh, hard to manage that if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah right all right so so your core need here is understanding and i suppose this may even be it i'm i'm kind of guessing here that maybe it's a need for her to understand the way you operate as well to understand the way not just understanding of what time and day and whatever but understanding of of how you um, plan or organize or kind of um, experience uh, these kinds of these kinds of things like deadlines or dates or times or appointments, mm-hmm. it sounds like it's very different than the way she does. Is that part of? Are you wanting understanding of of yourself too, like of who and how you are? I would I would say so. I think um, it could be a personality difference too. Just even with with things at work, it's like okay, we have this big event that we're planning, yeah. but then the day off, it's like you know two minutes of let's brief what what's actually happening again today. So we're all mm-hmm. on the same page. Mm-hmm. Got it. So you so yeah, so you enjoy that understanding, not necessarily like um, that you haven't paid any attention to it or you don't care about mm-hmm. it, but you're, but because you care about it, you want it to, to be mm-hmm. crystal clear. And so you're asking for that extra clarity. Uh, is that, am I hearing that right? That, that makes sense completely. Um, Cause sometimes I think is, is things come up. It's like, okay, we're going to go to the beach next Saturday. And then they have, it's like, well, who's actually driving? Like mm-hmm. should I pack a lunch and mm-hmm. just little, little yeah. things. Yes. You communicate it well. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah. And, uh, 
and yeah, so Misha, from from your perspective too, um, how is it first of all to hear that from him? Is this is is any of this um, having an impact on you right now? Just to hear this right now. Um, I've I've known this about him, and I mm-hmm. I take I I understand this about him. So I don't have a reaction anymore. I think at first I was a little like, but yeah, I think since I've been doing nonviolent communication, something that I've been trying to learn is my need. And so when I'm placed in like, quote unquote, a manager role of a situation, I end up abandoning my own needs, especially now that I'm a new mom. So like, it seems like I have a conflicting like I can meet it, but I have a capacity thing. So mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm working out in the morning, I get a text. It's like I'm trying to focus on like I would normally plan something like like the night before I'd get my calendar out and I'd be like, when I wake up, I know exactly what's going on with my day. I wouldn't wake up and then ask people what's going on with my day. No mm-hmm. judgment towards Ben or sorry, my husband, but um. Mm-hmm. I I just it's stressful for me. Mm-hmm. So I I want to meet that need, but I'm trying to figure out how to meet my own needs too. Yes. You know, just juggle that. So the day of is mm-hmm. a, sometimes it's flexible and other times I'm not. And uh I do know this about him. Um but I don't I don't really want to take that role on consistently because it's too much for me right now with my capacity with our son and you know just a lot of mental capacity (laughs) yes yes and so this is yeah i think we're getting to the heart of it now so whenever there's a conflict it's a conflict of needs and so when 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 ben is asking for to, to for clarity to to support and meet his need for understanding it's coming at the expense of your need for maybe space autonomy uh, maybe you're needing some support, and like you said, trust. Like you're needing to know that um, that it's going to happen even without you, if yes. you know that, that that you can rely on that. So, uh, so those uh, these these are your needs that are um, getting in the way of you meeting his need for that request to say, hey, what what's going on today? Can you send me a text? Who's coming? Where? And so all of those requests you have to say no, no, no to, because if you say yes to that, you would be giving up your need. Exactly. In order that's to what do I've done so. my whole life. <laughs> so mm. I'm just trying to manage, like, how, mm. do I, mm. how do I meet my needs and somebody else's without abandoning myself? <laughs> yes. And this is where the, um, in, in, in both cases, when you hear the word no, when you say, no, I can't do that for you. So when you say, can you check? you know, can you check the, you know, can you check the email? Can you find, you know, the conversation? And he says, no, I really can't. Then we have kind of this fork in the road. We can think about, uh, we can think about that in a way that's critical, or we can say, if he's saying no, there's a need that's getting in the way of him doing that and vice versa. He said, can you, can you tell me what's going on today? No, I can't. You can think critically about that, or you can say, okay, she has a need that's getting in the way. So this is the translation process. Anytime someone says no to our request, there is an ability to process, uh, to translate that into a set of needs. And then if we can extract that and say, hey, are you needing this? 
are you need are you saying no because you need that this will start to tap into will avoid that entire cliff of um pain and judgment uh that we can easily fall off and we stay on the road of what's alive in us so that's the broad view right that's the overarching strategy here so we may be at the point where we could we're getting close to the point of making requests but it's also really critical that before we get to that action step, before we say, hey, could you do this for me? Or, hey, could you make sure uh, that this is done? That we've established a real sincere empathy. So one way to do that is the empathic connection depends on, in large part, the kind of uh, uh, seemingly unnecessary step of mirroring, of basically saying to the other person, here's what I heard. And you can even request this of the other person by saying, hey, before we go any further, could you tell me what you heard me say? Or could you tell me what you understand about what I just mentioned once you revealed your feelings and needs? So let's take that time now. So each of you, could you basically just repeat back what the other person's feelings and needs are? So... um Ben, you never, I don't think, did you express your feeling? Confused, is that a feeling? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you, uh, you felt confused um, when you reached out for clarity, or when you asked for details about the event today because you needed clarity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can confirm yeah. or, or amend that, add or subtract. Yeah, that, I was nodding with it being audio, I guess that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's that's accurate. Okay. And your turn now. Um, so, Mish, I, I heard your need. What was, or I heard your feeling. What was your need? Um, trust, support, collaboration. Trust, support, collaboration. Um, so you, it sounded like you felt irritated um, when I asked about the the meeting today because we already talked about it and, you know, all the details should have been worked out and you didn't feel supported because I um, felt like I was placing all that on you, the logistics mm -hmm. and the planning. Is that accurate? Mm. Yeah. How was that to hear that from him? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, that's right. How did it feel? How did it feel though to to hear to hear him say that very precisely? Um, I was surprised. Um, I think empathy has been a big struggle in our, at least receiving it. Um, so if that's what he heard, that that was surprising for me. Just hearing that right now was was felt seems a little surprising yeah. that's a, kind of a new feeling of of being able to hear your own feelings and needs mirrored back to you in, in a really precise way yeah that's like a a rare experience for me sometimes and and empathy and and empathy is is a need and so when you are receiving the empathy that you're wanting and needing take a look at the list of feelings when your needs are satisfied and what feeling arises when you receive that empathy Um, I, I feel sometimes I'm able to rest a little bit more. 
I mean, just right now, though, just as you, you heard that just oh. a minute ago. Um, I felt a little relieved. Is that mm-hmm. a feeling? Relieved? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that. Relieved. Yeah, just like a relief. Nice. Yeah. And um, so, so isn't it so now that we've, we've gotten these first three steps kind of uh, most way done. Are you, are you feeling different now that we're ready to now talk about actions than we did when we first explained the problem and the situation and how so? could be physiological, your body feels different, emotionally you feel different. There's a different quality of connection now that you're coming in with. Any any of those things occurring? For both of us? Yeah. Um yeah, I I um I think it's really helpful and validating to be able to communicate that to each other. It's helpful to have you be a part of the process. I think oftentimes when we're trying to do it on our own, we get stuck. Mm -hmm. And one of us might attempt to share the magic formula and and it's like a five minutes of venting and it's hard to receive that. Mm. Um, And Mm -hmm. so it's, it's helpful with you here. It's hard to, I think we both struggle with that on our own. Yeah, if that makes sense. Sure, sure. Yeah, and even just to frame it within this particular example and this particular conversation, from where we started when we explained it, there was some strong feelings. There was mm-hmm. connected to some important needs. Now that we've been able to express them, they're all out on the table. Both of you have shared your needs. Both of you have reflected each other's needs. And it is there now a different quality in which to now go into the problem solving. Are you noticing that too, Amisha, uh, Amisha as well, in yourself, or is there more to do before we get there? Um, I think I think what I'm curious about is it is what you're saying, like once the empathetic space is established, once it's revealed, um, then it can be solved. And my, I'm curious if yeah, like, I guess I'm curious um, what that looks like, because I feel mm-hmm. like we do, it's almost like we do understand each other's needs. But for me, it feels like there's like an unwillingness to to have that met, even with the request, which uh, Rosenberg says that means Sen has another need. So I'm just trying to figure out like, yeah, let's go mm-hmm. into the solution thing. But um yeah, if that's sustainable, I guess the empathetic space is that sustainable. Mm, right. So you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're wondering if that once you achieve that empathic connection and and the the quality of the conversation shifts, and there's there's and it is it's kind of a subtle but palpable experience almost. It's almost like a body mm-hmm. sensation of it could be physical relief, maybe the breathing changes it's like the defenses go down and all of a sudden we're both now kind of facing the same direction and we're both trying to solve the same challenge rather than it's me against you. Okay. So, so yeah, so that's, 
this why I'm really wanting to pause here before we go to the action step is to emphasize how powerful just these first three steps are and how risky it is to go to action and request before the empathic connection is made, before you both are in a place where you can say, okay, we're both coming in with everything on the table. And so it sounds like there may be some more though um, to to explore. Maybe you'd like to reveal some more um, of what's alive in you before we get to a request. It sounds like you're you're um, you're feeling worried that this may not be enough to get the clarity and to get the cooperation that you're looking for to to just establish this empathic connection. So is there are there other things that are alive in you now, right now? Well, I think I feel scared because mm-hmm. um, it's interesting. Um, my husband and I have had two marriage counselors, so I have been in third-party situations with him, and it's like in the sessions he's able to do it. But when we're alone, like he said, it's like I don't ever – I don't want to say ever, but it's rare that I feel like the empathetic space is created for me. Um it's almost like too much for him or something. I don't, I don't know. I'm not assuming it's more just like, that's, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to articulate the feeling, but I'm like, sure. I would love to continue to do this with you. I'm just like, can this Mm. be recreated in time Mm -hmm. and space? Yes. And this is how we ride the wave. So Roseberg talks about this as, as like surfing a wave where we start off talking about, um, a situation of 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 times and dates and then we get Mm -hmm. into the feelings and needs and then we we reveal okay it's irritation it's understanding it's frustration it's support and now a new feeling arises you said fear and so now Mm -hmm. we zoom out now we're we're on the next wave and we can totally abandon that first one because if we now ignore this new feeling of fear and then Mm -hmm. go into hey let's figure out Next time we have an appointment, why don't you send a reminder and why don't you blah, blah, blah. That's not going to work. It'll fall apart. So we're on a new wave now. And we're, so now let's start the process over. So mm-hmm. share now what you observed about this broader pattern. So in, mm-hmm. uh, what your feelings are about it and what the needs are underneath it. So, yeah, it, when we created the empathetic space in the presence of a third party, um we were able to see each other and it seemed smooth and i was able to i my i was able to see my husband and he was able to see my needs um as well and so as we were about to go into the solution part i i felt scared yes because i don't i need trust um, because we have had multiple situations where we come with the solutions, but still struggle with the same thing two years later. So I'm just like, why would this be different? Mm-hmm. Okay. And now this is a perfect opportunity to now, uh, Ben, to reflect back exactly what you just heard. And, and, and if when you're doing this on your own, it goes in any other direction. Yeah. where Ben might w- might want to say, oh, well, how about this? Or let me talk about mine. You can say, excuse me, before we go there, would you mind telling me what you just heard me say? That's a really powerful request that you can do intermittently. So do you want to practice that actually right now? Just asking for the, for clarity. 
me or be- no, uh, yeah yeah practice asking him for a reflection on what you just said okay so i would you be able to tell me what you just heard me say yeah so it sounds like you're worried that the validation you experienced isn't sustainable because we've had multiple situations where um, we can we can use the tools we can we can connect and with a third party or in a therapy session but um, then uh, we we still have breakdowns when we're on our own does that sound right and and what were her feelings and her needs underneath that? Um, I know that I... And you can ask her to I, repeat it too. Yeah. I know you were irritated. Um, mm-hmm. It sounded like you were worried or scared. You said, I think you used the word scared. And your need is for... Um, Support and trust. Yeah. And probably harmony too. Yeah, mm. probably. Yeah, I think mainly trust. Just like, oh, let's go into the solution, but trusting that that's going to be followed through with or mm-hmm, <laughs> remembered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so pausing to really soak in this experience of of receiving empathy did that did that feel like empathy to you did did that did that work for you um so this is the part where it could just be a trust building exercise with me but i don't fully trust that it's not like a script mm-hmm. um, like i feel mm. like i feel i maybe it's in my head but i think my husband's really good. He's really smart. He's done a lot of psychology. He knows what to say. I don't know how genuine it is. I'm not saying that he's not, but that's where I get scared. Yes. Okay. So now now we've started a new wave. We're on a new wave. We got to start over. So now we're going to abandon this one. We're going to jump off this Uh-oh. wave. Oh, no. <laughs> see, see how we got to ride this, right? Oh, this is how we do it. This is probably okay. what annoys my husband too. <laughs> it's it's okay, right? Because we are we're building a trail here. As we kind of hack our way through the, the wilderness, we're leaving a trail that we can then return to much easier next time. We're forging a path. So now let's start again. So with this new revelation, there's a new feeling. Mm-hmm. There's a new need at play. So let's start over. What are your observations, feelings, and needs about this? Um, yeah, when I experienced empathy for the second time in the new wave in this scenario, um, I felt, um, I don't know, it was suspicious a word or let's yep. see. Yep. I felt suspicious because I need genuine, like I need mm. honesty mm. and, uh, genuineness if I do receive empathy, not just, I know the right words to say. Mm, very powerful. Can you ask for clarity now from, from Ben? 
or I asked for empathy. Um, would you be able to tell me what you heard me say? Yeah. Um, you felt suspicious. Uh, because you don't think that the, you mentioned that it seems scripted because I know the right things to say. And, um, and you're struggling with trusting that I'm being authentic, if I'm understanding that correctly. Yeah. Mm. And, and And what happened within you as you heard him say that? Um, uh, I accept it. Yeah, I accept it. <laughs> was there was there any feeling? So it sounds like there was, was there any feeling from that list of needs met? Was Did that meet a need for you? Him saying that in um, that way? I think. Uh, I think that it says the need is acceptance. So I I, uh-huh. I think it was just like I accept that that could be true. Okay. No. And so when when the need for acceptance is met, what's the feeling that, that arose in you, even if it was subtle? And you can check the list. Feelings when needs are satisfied. Um, I think just relief. Relief. Beautiful. Yeah. Relief is a very powerful feeling and, and one that I want, I'm really shining a light on it. And I'm really okay. wanting to... to to kind of instant replay slow motion this because we don't want to skip over this part okay. the feeling of relief and even to express this relief to now voice it say hey when you said that i felt relieved i okay. feel relieved in my body and that could be experienced uh taking a deep breath it could be the shoulders relaxing it could just be a weight of the heart lifting these are all really okay. important things to reveal to him to let him okay. know that something has happened this this okay. something important has come alive in you. So that's why I'm just spending a little more time here. And this okay. might be the time now to to um to turn to Ben. So uh what has been your experience of, of now riding these three waves in succession? Yeah, well that the feed the, the feedback is very helpful. Um because sometimes I I'll I'll hear what's not working, but hearing oh this worked, this builds trust, that's helpful because then I I'm not shooting in the dark. Um, I, I agree with what Mish is saying. I feel, let's say, sad. Mm. Um, I have hopelessness mm. because yeah. um, I I noticed a similar trend. It it it. it I don't know if I'm tracking that. Probably right that I I noticed that we it's it's challenging to get things done and to move forward because even when you you shared initially like share an example of mm. something specific this happened this morning yeah and then we spend so much time handling that one thing and then there was maybe three other moments that went unresolved and it it feels mm. uh. Sometimes it feels with trust building, there's, you know, two steps backwards, one step forward. Mm. And that felt, that feels kind of hopeless mm. And, mm. because I want to be able to recover, move forward and connect and be close to Misha. And we, 
Um, is like we have, we talked about, you know, yesterday, you know, what to talk about today. Like we have, we have such a high level of conflict. It mm. seems like we could, we could interact for, you know, two hours and then talk for three hours about how painful that two hour interaction was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I know that's healthy and, and like to work through the process, but it's exhausting mm. too. Mm. Okay. If that makes yeah. 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 Thank you for sharing that. And I want to bring bring it back to just this experience here. You said when you heard that you felt kind of sad and and some hopeless hopelessness. And I'm curious what needs are those feelings connected to in this conversation? What feelings you said? Yeah, you you mentioned the feelings um mm-hmm. sad and hopeless which which are feelings when needs are unsatisfied which needs are unsatisfied i would say it's also trust and support um, you know i, I mm. it's all it's also trust with support and, and it wasn't it wasn't what misha said that that triggered that, that feeling it was something I've, I've been feeling anyways it's like oh we yeah we 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 don't have enough time in the day to resolve our conflict mm. and that's defeating yes uh our- all right, so now we've just entered a new wave with you. Do you sense that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm understanding right, we don't want to enter the new wave, so we want to stick on the first wave. Is that right? Uh, actually, I suggest, I suggest going with the wave. I okay. suggest riding it because this is what's alive in you right now. We have uncovered what is alive in you right this very hot minute. And you mm-hmm. can see how if we took that tangent where we could have gone off and said, well, this is a pattern. It's been happening. Let me tell you the examples of how this happened yesterday and last week. We lose, we lose um, grip on what's alive right this very minute, and and we can mm. get a, a sidetrack. So let's ride this wave. Let's jump to the next wave. So you said that feeling of um, sadness and hopelessness wasn't necessarily about this conversation, but about a broader dynamic. So now, can you reveal the observations, feelings, and needs around that? Uh, well, around the conversation, like, uh, uh-huh. okay, so I, I, I observe us working towards a resolution, um, and I often observe that, and I, I, I think it, it, it feels very exhausting at times. Um, because it, it's so frequent. Um, and it, uh, and again, I think, I think a lot of that is we both have a need for trust that, Hmm. um, isn't, isn't present or isn't being met um, Hmm. on both ends. Hmm. And, uh, I think that is taxing on both of us and it's hard i think with the um it's hard, it's hard to make a request in that area yes. because i don't I, saying i would like to have less conflict is not mm-hmm. really a, a specific or tangible request yes um yeah and, and yeah and i want to pause there and i want to give um give misha a chance to mm-hmm. to now um uh, take that in so 
would you be able to now that you've because you've revealed something very powerful and perhaps vulnerable and and painful and so this is a chance this is actually one of the most powerful ways to build trust with each other is what we're doing right now to reveal feelings and needs take this incredible vulnerability and to place that in the other person's hands and for the other person to recognize what a gift and what a precious thing this is that we don't want to take advantage of the situation to now win points but to to now say thank you for offering that gift this is a very precious and personal gift so could you now when you feel that you've tapped into something real and powerful and and uh, important could you ask her for, to now reflect it back to you so you get a chance to now hear it from her lips yeah this i think reflecting what i what you heard sure um it sounds like you feel discouraged and hopeless because we got to a place where we're able to get to a solution and then a couple of other conflicts arose from that and instead of getting to the solution uh, you felt exhausted because you feel like you don't have enough time to deal with the conflict that keeps arising and and she missed a part right so you can ask for what was missing there because it's important if we're asking we also know what to ask for that's really mm -hmm. key to this process too and what so we're, just yeah you feel like we take two steps yeah well one step forward all, all, right. all we're actually so the main key so the observations i think were there you name the feelings but you didn't name the need oh um because you need trust mm -hmm. yeah and After. and did that was that satisfying so that that felt like that she she I, heard everything you wanted to say i forgot it, that part it it, it was okay. it was satisfying one thing to add is it it's i know we're not getting it's it's more of a pattern not just in this specific conversation that the the discouraging feeling or the hopelessness is um, because of the pattern, not necessarily the specific interaction. Mm. Okay. The fact that and, it exists. <laughs> hmm. Can you clarify that a little bit? Um, what, what do you mean? Ben? So, the, or? Uh, so the, let me see if I'm hearing that. So the pattern... So the pattern is okay. We we express ourselves. Uh, we get to the empathy. We we try to make actions, and then it it doesn't work the way we want it to. And then we and then we're back to square one. And then it's frustrating. We uh, we aren't getting the trust that we're wanting from each other. I would say so. Like I act like uh, you know, I accidentally say something that's hurtful, and then. You know, we might process that one statement for a long time, working through it. Uh, but if the conversation never progressed, it's like, well, now we now it's time to go back. You know, we didn't yeah. we didn't get to talk about what we were originally talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, so it sounds like there's a need for another need that pops up in my mind is efficacy, kind of efficiency, like this process just isn't efficient enough. It's not effective enough. It's not, it doesn't seem to be making the, the lasting impact that you're wanting, either of you are wanting from it. I totally, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see that on the list, but that's, 
that's like a core need I always put on all the personality tests. It's like, hey, mm. you know, I drive a hybrid. Yeah, I, mm. I just, you know, want to. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna take a class, I'm, I want to get the most out of that class I possibly mm. can. Mm. Um, just and I, if I, if I'm, if we're restoring, I want to like, how do we make this last? How do we, how mm. do we? But also resolve it. Like I want to build the trust to where we can, we just trust we have good intent and we were able to recover and, and move on quickly and, and, uh, keep moving forward. And, mm. uh, we're not, we're not there yet. I believe we, we can be, but it's, um, like, you know, I, you, you get the point. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I saw, um, Misha, you were nodding. Are you resonating with the need for efficacy and more efficiency in this, in this process too? Yeah, yeah, I'm a very efficient. Well, I'm always like, how can I do it efficient? Because I'm a mom, and that's mm. just who I am. All right. But I know we do know that about each other. I think yeah. we've just struggled with, um, like, we both have issues with consistency in our own lives. So we just have a lot of things we're working on personally, and so mm. I think we're just like be trying to become better humans in general <laughs> all right and so the well, systems are hard for us mm. sometimes yes yes all right and i want to recognize and, and celebrate this this circle that we've made so we both you both kind of started off um you know connecting to different sets of needs and now we've actually m completed the circle and we both have arrived at you both value efficiency and efficacy and and you're both are are really eager to not only make all those other needs come true and 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 work but in a way that that works for you in a way that's efficient that doesn't take 3 hours that doesn't take so much of your time and energy am i hearing that yes for both of us yes yeah all right may i add, add something yeah i i know that with i've noticed this for a long time and Mish and i have talked about it it's like we we tend to have similar core needs yes like we really both want this mm. but for some reason there's a disconnect between actually meeting that need for each other and then mm. i think we're both frustrated it's like mm. i'm frustrated that my effort to build trust isn't effective you know mm. or mm. i'm sure it's fine i'm sure it's on the other end too it's like misha might try and you know do do something to meet a need and it and it and it might fall flat and that that i think that's defeating for both of us it sounds like um, tr trust and and efficiency seem to be like the the tandem needs here and it's funny i don't know if this is accurate but it almost what you just said is um i'm frustrated uh because i'm inefficient at building trust and she's frustrated because she can't trust the efficiency you know it's almost like there's right. <laughs> they're, they're like almost happening in tandem right it's and so both of these needs are are um so close to each other but but almost getting in each other's way and so mm -hmm. now that i think we've really i think we've really honed in on what is most alive here and now trust and efficiency would you agree that these are the core needs that we can now strategize some actions around yeah yeah, I would say in in there too, it's almost implied, but effectiveness too. Effectiveness, part of that yes. efficiency. 
Yes. Um, yes. Because I don't right. want to just try and do something efficiently and if it it's not be not... effective. Be like, we did it. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Let's be effective too. All right. Let's. Yes. Yeah. Let's bring those three in. So trust, efficiency, and effectiveness. And they they kind of you can see how this triad of needs uh, really uh, complement each other. It's almost like a flywheel. Like the more efficient something becomes, the more effective it becomes. The more you can trust it, the more efficient, the more effective, the more trust. You know what I mean? They kind of build each other up, right? The more you have one, the more likely you're going to get of the other. So I'd like you to maybe each of you write this down or make a note. Let's let's put this on paper. Um. And I actually, I'm going to share a, I'm going to share a template with you. This is something I've just put together and I share it with my coaching clients. I'm going to share it with each of you. And um, this is going to be a, a uh, optional exercise that I want to recommend that each of you do uh, on a daily basis and as early in the day as possible and to kind of compare notes. And I'm even, because we are also, um, you know, running low on time. I, and because I think we have done the important work right now and the mm -hmm. action step, the request, I think is just going to come out of the efficiency of the empathic connection we've created, the creativity that's forged when we reach shared values. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to tell you what the template is and then I'll send it to you later. So it's called the, um, language of life daily planner. And for listeners, if you want this, you can download it. And it's kind of a daily uh, sheet that you fill out. And the first question is, the most important need for me to fulfill today is blank. Mm -hmm. And I'll encourage you, and it may happen naturally, to give maybe three weeks to these three needs. And maybe each day you pick one. So you could say, the most important need for me to fulfill today is trust or efficiency or effectiveness. And of course, you can deviate if something else is more alive. That's the first step. So uh, the next step is, if I don't fulfill this need, I will likely feel, and then there's three lines, and you will choose three feelings from the list, and I'll be sharing the list with everyone who's listening, feelings when your needs are not satisfied. And then the third step is you write down, if I do fulfill this need, I will likely feel, and you're going to write three feelings from the list, feelings when your needs are satisfied. And then the next part is you write three actions to meet this need. It could be personal actions. It could be interpersonal uh, actions. It could be a request of the other. And then the, um, the next part of the, the, the planner, you do a little brain dump, you can do a to-do list, and you write out your schedule. So you listeners won't be able to hear it, but it looks a little something like this. And so um, I'm going to offer this to you. And uh, so for an example, what I wrote this morning, uh, most important need for me to fulfill today is connection. If I don't fulfill this need, I will likely feel insecure, disconnected, and sad. If I do fulfill this need, I will likely feel enlivened, absorbed, enthusiastic. Three actions to meet this need for connection. Pet the cats, play with my daughter and my wife, uh, take a bike ride around the town. And I wrote a bonus one, set up a game night with a friend. And it was very interesting because soon after I wrote this, um, my wife had a, a friend that she just met come over with her son, who is about the same age as our daughter, around two years old. 
and they were having a play date. And I was sitting up here and I was thinking, oh, I'm going to prepare for this podcast and I've got plenty to do. And I tend to not feel super comfortable meeting new people for the first time. And I was kind of like hiding out in my room instead of going down and introducing myself and saying hello. And I felt the disconnect because I literally just wrote and wrote, wrote down, I'm seeking connection. Here's an opportunity to connect with a new friend and a neighbor and all this. And so luckily my wife calls, Hey, do you want to come down? So I said, okay, I'll, I'll come down and had a wonderful conversation. Uh, met a really uh, interesting person. We have so much in common and I was so happy that I did that. And I could have easily missed that if I hadn't primed myself to, to, to hone in on what the need is most important for me today, how I'm going to feel so that I can recognize it when it's not happening. And I can feel those feelings a little, ew, a little insecure, a little disconnected. And then the feelings, when I did go down, I felt enlivened. I felt absorbed. I felt enthusiastic. Those all happened just like literally like an hour ago. So um, I'm seeing the power of this process. And when we do this on a regular basis, we build the vocabulary. This list of feelings and needs and this list of needs we all have is, is, is a vocabulary that is vacant in our media, in our world, in our, um, in, in our mentors and examples for the most part. So we're learning a new language here. And so every day to look through that list, say, ah, there it is. How am I feeling? Hmm, I don't know. Oh, that one, that one, that one can be so, so helpful. And especially in the moment of conflict, when we're feeling pain, when we're feeling hurt, the brain does not, um, it, it, it abandons the neocortex and it goes to the limbic, right? And we get hijacked by the amygdala and we don't have capacity to pull these words out of thin air and to say, oh, I'm feeling this because I'm needing that. It's so hard to do that. So to have these pages sitting around a shared a resource that you both have, I think can be extremely valuable. And, and um, I'm, I'm very excited to see how this template might support you in more efficiency, more efficacy, more trust moving forward. I really want to thank you both for contributing to this podcast, for sharing your vulnerability. And um, I think it's been going to be so helpful for others to have real life examples of how this process works. You, um, you've really made my day. So thank you so much. And thank thanks you. for meeting with us. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Awesome. And for folks who are listening, if you would like access to these tools, check the description. You can download them for free. My new website, languageoflife.com also has them. And if you would like to get some live NVC coaching, you can join the podcast, get in touch, and I'd love to talk more. Have a wonderful day, everyone, and hope life becomes more and more wonderful for you. Thank you.